0: All right, sorry about that. Got a little tech, last minute technical di- difficulties. Anyway, welcome to this week's episode of Zoomer HQ Weekly. Um, I really liked. Like, sorry, there we go. All right, I really like the format we did last week, so uh, I think we're gonna do it again. We're gonna go on uh, ground news. Obviously, you know, this week we've had a lot of different stories the biggest one being of course um Afghanistan there's a lot to unpack there there's a lot to go through i'm sure you've seen a lot of it it's it's hard to avoid it because it is just such a tragedy um but i think because it has been you know the biggest story i think the goal of this uh episode will be to kind of highlight some other um you know, not technically less important stories, but things that may have blown under the radar. And I absolutely do not want to minimize the, the, the tragedy that is going on in Afghanistan. I just want to um, highlight some other, there's big, there's, you know, there's other big stories. I, Afghanistan has been in the news. I'm sure most people have seen it other things have probably gone under the radar i would like to attempt to cover those um in in this in this uh episode but i mean just primarily because um you know again afghanistan is a tragedy but we need to you know there's also other things going on in the country right now and some things need to be um brought to light in my opinion so for the first story, we're going to do this uh, blind spot here. So for the left, if we hold on, we'll, we'll watch this. Um, so Trump says attack wouldn't have happened on his watch. Now we can we can spend all this time speculating. Um, you know, it's it's who who do you put the blame on? Obviously, there it's a lot of there's a lot of. Um, everybody agrees that it's a tragedy and of course it is but you know there are some people that are more focused on well if trump was president you know blah 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 or um you know if uh you know it was trump's fault because he had his plan by you know for may may 1st i believe was the original deadline and and of course, Biden came out and said that in his speech, and you can, you can dissect that. You can criticize that all you want, but um, here we have a lot of right-wing outlets covering this story. Uh, Biden, there have been a list of American names given to the Taliban. I want to express my deepest con- condolences to the families of those we have lost. We need a real leader right now. Our current president can't even put a straight sentence together or focus on the issue that he has created. So, what happened, Um, there was the withdrawal from Afghanistan, there was the strategic failures of drawing the military out before getting the vulnerable U.S. civilians out, um, leaving all this uh, military equipment, expensive military equipment there, Um, countless, countless errors in regard to that. This week we've also had the terrorist attack at the Kabul Airport, um, which I believe the last I saw, two hundred total dead and thirteen Marines dead. Um so it, it's it's been a tough week re- week in regards to that. Um an other just crazy thing like the reason the reason that this list of names was given to the taliban is because the taliban control afghanistan the biden administration is reliant and they've come out and said this they are reliant on the taliban to get americans that are still there through to the airport and so they are working with them they are sharing intelligence with the taliban who have harbored al-qaeda members and isis members and probably still do so they gave in in attempting to work with them to get um american citizens out and soldiers they gave them the list of names that they need people the list of names that pe- of people that need to get out so i mean it's it's hard to argue with at least with this story that um you know it, it I I don't think it would have gone down this way. I think it's hard to argue that it would. Um, but we can just watch a little bit of this As video. One
1: Nation America mourns the loss of our brave and brilliant American service members in a savage and barbaric terrorist attack in Afghanistan. These noble American warriors laid down their lives in the line of duty. They sacrificed themselves for the country that they loved racing against time to rescue their fellow citizens from harm's way. They died as American heroes, and our nation will honor their memory forever. I want to express my deepest condolences to the families of those we have lost. Today, all Americans grieve alongside you. Together, we also pray that God will heal the other courageous American service members who were wounded in this heinous attack. In addition, our hearts are with the families of
0: so this statement was issued before this statement by Trump was issued before the actual president of the United States came out and um uh gave an address to the nation so obviously you can see here all all these you know it it would not have happened i mean that's his that's his thing i it's, it's hard to argue that it would have happened this way because he had a an actual plan um it's hard to understand how the generals you know and the intelligence community did not override uh biden considering that he was non he was not participating or i'm sorry he was just not he's not around he's not clear it's clear that he's not you know mentally fit to be in this role right now and it's hard to fathom why exactly these you know his generals and people around him would not have have overruled him when they did so for trump in in far less dire circumstances so um you know i i think at least for anybody who who you know decided to vote for joe biden for whatever reason um I'm not sure you can argue that, you know, uh the former president coming out before the actual president, for whatever reason, I, I'm I mean he the the attack happened I believe mid morning Wednesday morning and the president of the United States did not speak until approximately five thirty or 6 p.m that night and trump issued his statement in the afternoon so what what was the why first of all why was there such a big gap between when originally they came out and said there was not going to be any statement from the white house at all they just said we're not commenting on this and then they finally came out and If you actually did see his speech, it was, it was pretty, he, he wanted to be, you know, the forceful president who vowed, uh, revenge against the people who killed U.S. soldiers, but the state he's in wouldn't allow it no matter how hard he, how hard he tried. So, um, that's that. I'm sure there's more, uh. Stories here. Let me let me. This page will load, please. Um, so we have actually news stories here. Uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy declared Friday that there will be quote, there will be a day of reckoning for President Biden following a suicide bombing in Kabul, Afghanistan, that killed 13 service members. So, this is, this is a, I believe it's a developing story here. If we, I'm not sure if it's an article, or just a video.
1: There will be a day of reckoning. We have a constitutional rights. Right now, in the next five days, everyone's responsibility should only be focused on getting the Americans out. And that is what we should focus on. When that day passes, we can take up anything that Hold accountable for the actions that have been taken, the lies that have been given, the misdecisions that have put Americans in harm's way,
0: so, I I agree that they they should not focus on the the political aspect of it right now. I hope um, you know I pray to God that that the evacuation effort will will be successful in as much as it can be you know before August thirty first because Biden has set. The, uh i i believe he's made it clear that it's going to be august 31st um no matter what so i i pray to god that that everybody gets out by august 31st but um and and i think it's good that they're not focusing on the political aspect but at some point there will be the fight of you know the um i hope there will be hearings on this there will be people will be brought I hope people will be brought to trial and tried and and because this is just it's a crazy um thing to have happened and to have let happen when there were so many ways to avoid it um and i hope there will be a day of reckoning i hope it will be a bipartisan day of reckoning i hope the the democrats will I don't believe they'll they'll impeach biden i but i hope they'll i you just have to hope that they'll be um they'll they'll help you know get the truth and find out what what went wrong and when and how and who was responsible so going through these other stories um U.S. Intelligence Community Review does not determine origin of COVID-19. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence says it is divided on the origin of the virus. The report says two hypotheses are plausible. Natural exposure to an infected animal and a laboratory-associated incident. President Joe Biden has asked the intelligence community to redouble its efforts to investigate the origins. So if we just go to the AP, we read a little bit of this. Obviously, they're still going after the uh, the origins of the virus. Please pop ups go away. U.S. intelligence agencies remain divided on the origins of the coronavirus but believe China's leaders did not know about the virus before the start of the global pandemic, according to results released Friday of a review ordered by President Joe Biden. According to an unclassified summary, four members of the US intelligence community say with low confidence that the virus was initially transmitted from an from an animal to a human. A fifth intelligence agency believes with moderate confidence that the first human infection was linked to a lab. Analysts do not believe the virus was developed as a bioweapon and most agencies believe the virus was not genetically engineered. The office of the Director of National Intelligence said in a statement Friday that China quote, continues to hinder the global investigation, resist sharing information, and blame other countries, including the United States, reaching a conclusion about what caused the virus likely requires China's cooperation. Opposite. So that's the biggest hurdle to finding, about, finding out about the actual origins of the virus is, is of course, China. The cause of the coronavirus remains an urgent public health and security concern worldwide. In the U.S., many conservatives have accused China scientists of developing COVID-19 in a lab and allowing it to leak. State Department officials under former President Donald Trump published a fact sheet noting research into coronavirus conducted at the Wuhan Institute of Virology located in the Chinese city where the first major known outbreak occurred. So, big coincidence or, uh, you know, big F up? is basically what what we're looking at um i i'm not sure when we'll actually get the truth i don't know if we'll ever get the truth um and and it's it's gonna be an ongoing thing for sure but um you know we'll have to go we'll have to you know be keep you updated um biden officials weighing shorter timeline for booster shots Again, they came out and said booster shots for everyone after eight, month, eight months after the second dose. There's that. There's um, Pfizer approving the, or I'm sorry, the FDA approving the Pfizer vaccine, not the other way around. Um, there's a lot of mandates. Um, Ohio State University has mandated everyone get the vaccine. Personally, I don't believe it's, it's, I, I am vaccinated I believe vaccines work I believe that the most vulnerable people should talk to their doctor and and should listen to their doctor if they are recommended it um in in terms of governments and and universities and ins- other institutions mandating it, it it sets a bad precedent is all I'm saying um I don't want people telling me what I can and can't, you know, put into my body. It's, I would so it's, it's a good argument. Uh, my body, my choice. CDC, unvaccinated, unmasked teacher led to elementary school outbreak. So the, the total deaths of children, I believe is under 500 out of a population of about 70 million um so and and they're they're citing all this anecdotal evidence if we go to let's go to the hill again an unvaccinated elementary school teacher in California who was diagnosed with COVID-19 infected half of the students in their classroom and sparked a community-wide outbreak according to a new report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention The teacher showed up to work while symptomatic and continued to teach for two days before receiving a test. That person reported nasal congestion and fatigue, but attributed those symptoms to allergies. The school required teachers and students to mask while indoors, but the teacher was reportedly unmasked when reading aloud to the class. So obviously, which of those do you obviously according to that, um, you know, if you're sick in general, even if you don't have coronavirus, you shouldn't be teaching around kids, but um it it doesn't it certainly doesn't look good for you know people who are against this stuff and I'm sure they're going to take this all the way they're going to push this all the way they can and uh you know stretch it to say oh all these uh unvaccinated unmasked people are spreading the disease even though this is one case of someone who even even before this even in 2019 if you came to schools, if you were a teacher that was sick and you still taught, I don't think you would, I, I think you would still face repercussions. So it's not like this is new. It's not like, it's not like somebody was asymptomatic and did it. It was somebody who knew they had it, which if you knew you had the flu and you still went and you taught kids, I think you would still be, um, and you, you caused a flu outbreak. I i mean we've never talked about that so i don't know why you know people are stupid that's a stupid person not because they weren't vaccinated but because they came and taught the school when they were sick and they had symptoms you don't do that just in general even before this so um just you know if you're if you're seeing this story i'm sure it's going to be pushed you know, to, to fit these, uh, what these, what some people are saying, what, what some, uh, what the narrative might be for some outlets. Scrolling down here. Uh, mom suing TSA over strip search of transgender teenage daughter, dog rescuer board Kabul evacuation plate with his animals. Older deputies, Denmark lowers COVID threat, citing vaccinations. Blonsky School's not following CDC guidance, seeing large-scale outbreaks. So the other, um, I'm not sure if it's on here, but the other story with the CDC is that the Supreme Court struck down the eviction moratorium, which, um, I, I, I didn't know the, the CDC was, um, you know, in charge of housing and and I I don't know where they basically I don't know where they got that power they kind of just did it and you know I like this this woman Rochelle Walensky the head of the CDC she is a little power hungry I would say um she's trying to do this eviction moratorium she's citing uh, an epidemic of gun violence like, why, why is the Center for Disease Control working on or mandating things with gun violence and um, eviction moratoriums? It's the Center for Disease Control. You work on biological diseases, not not even, like, mental health. I don't think it's just biological diseases like i you it's like insane there needs to be it's just some government agency with a bunch of bureaucrats trying to to get to take all the power that they can and they don't have they don't have the power to do this and I'm not sure where they're getting the the power to do this so I'm very glad that that it was struck down I knew it was going to be struck down Biden probably knew it was going to be struck down so we have another blind spot um, for the left. Pentagon, quote, thousands of ISIS-K combatants released by the Taliban.
1: k prisoners were left at Bagram and are believed to have been released from the prison there. And why weren't they removed before the U.S. pulled out to some place like Gitmo? Well, um, I, I don't know the exact number. Clearly, it's in the thousands when you, when you, when you consider uh, both prisons Uh, because both of them were taken over by the Taliban and emptied. But I I couldn't give you a precise uh, figure.
0: So ISIS-K is an Afghanistan-based breakaway of the Islamic State that emerged in Syria and Iraq in 2014. ISIS-K views the Taliban as too moderate. The attack comes in the final days of U.S. airlifts for those fleeing the Taliban takeover. So let's read into this a little more. Uh, We have Business Insider, The Independent, and then National Review, Gateway Pundit. Uh, I'll go with The Blaze. They say, in a stunning admission Friday morning, Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby acknowledged that the Taliban released thousands of ISIS-K terrorists from prisons in Kabul and Bagram. The Taliban released them. Afghanistan and Bagram, Afghanistan, that the U.S. relinquished control of prior to evacuating the country. Members of that same terrorist group are now suspected to have carried out attacks at Kabul airport Thursday that left at least 13 U.S. military service members and 60 Afghans dead, with hundreds more wounded. Kirby's statement was offered in response to a pointed question from Fox News National Security correspondent Jennifer Griffin during a press briefing Friday. Quote, how many ISIS-K prisoners were left at Bagram and believed to have been released from the prisoner pr- from the prison there, and why weren't they removed before the U.S. pulled out? That was the clip we saw. The shocking admission comes as the Biden admin faces increased scrutiny over its Bosch withdrawal from Afghanistan, including speculation as to why it handed over control of Bagram Airfield, the U.S. largest, the U.S.'s largest military base in the country, before completely evacuating American citizens and Afghan nationals, Kirby tried to cover for the administration by noting that withdrawing from Bagram and handing over handing over control to of prisons housing terrorists there and in Kabul was part of its retrograde plan to shift responsibilities to the Af- Afghan government. "Quote: As for emptying out, remember we were turning things over to Afghan national security forces and." That was part of the retrograde process, he explained, and of course, as the Taliban advanced, we didn't see the level of resistance by the Afghans to hold some territory, some bases, and unfortunately those, in Kabul and Bagram, were bases the Afghans didn't hold. But that argument likely won't sit well with many Americans, as it becomes increasingly clear that the Biden administration retained far too great a trust in Afghan security and appeared to have been caught completely off guard by the Taliban's rapid advance. Kirby added earlier that while US officials have determined ISIS-K terrorists are responsible for the deadly attacks, they haven't entirely ruled out the possibility possibility that the Taliban aided the terrorists in some way. But the Pentagon spokesman spokesman's tough talk on the Taliban is muffled by the administration's report cooperation reported cooperation with the militant regime. US officials in Kabul reportedly supplied the Taliban with a list of names again, of U.S. citizens and Afghan nationals for the purpose of streamlining permitted access to the airport for evacuation. The list has since been declared as a kill list by critics and government officials alike. So, basically, we go up here. Oh, you see here. <clears throat> Um, they so the biggest thing that's going to be horrible is that is if and possibly when the Taliban actually or it, it at least it's reported that the Taliban actually has aided some of these groups like ISIS K or Al Qaeda and they have actually aided these groups in terror terrorist attacks if that ever happens um, I mean I I hope I hope Biden has a a private island that um you know people can't get to. So for the right, Fortnite lets players experience the Martin Luther King Jr.'s "I Have a Dream" speech. Oh, okay. Why why is this a story? Well, let's go ahead and listen to this. Big role. Um, so apparently it's a, it's a blind spot on the right. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. delivered his historic I Have a Dream speech from the Lincoln Memorial during the 1963 March on Washington. Nearly 60 years later, the full address has now become a part of the virtual world of Fortnite. The popular multiplayer game has included this speech as part of a virtual event called March Through Time. Um, uh... I mean, a bunch of 13-year-olds playing a game that's five years old is, is odd. So, let's go to CNN here. Fortnite is now allowing users to watch the MLK I Have a Dream speech in the game, but why? Let's find out, CNN. Fortnite users have long had concerts to attend and movies to watch as they wander around the video game through their virtual avatars. Now they have yet another option, reliving Martin Luther King Jr.'s iconic I Have a Dream speech. The new virtual experience which launched Thursday is called March Through Time and is a collaboration between Fortnite and Time Studios, the film and television division of Time Magazine. It recreates the Lincoln Memorial and National Mall where King gave his famous speech in 1963 in a virtual world that Fortnite maker Epic Games describes as a reimagined Washington DC called DC 63. The experience extends with museum inspired points of interest, the collaborative minigame quests you complete with others. The announcement was initially greeted with skepticism and confusion, with several Twitter users questioning the video game's use of the late civil rights leader. The Fortnite collaboration is based on Time's interactive project, The March, which launched in February last year at the DuSable Museum of African American History in Chicago and was done with the support of King's Estate. It's the latest example of fortnite adding experiences beyond regular gameplay as it tries to present itself as a metaverse rather than just a video game last year it hosted musical performances by artists such as marshmallow and travis scott the metaverse was originally conceived as a setting for dystopian science fiction novels where virtual universes provided an escape from crumbling societies but the tech industry has painted a far rosier picture of the concept in recent months, the idea to create a space similar to the internet, but one that users can walk around inside of and where they can interact with one another in real time. So I, I I'd say this is uh, pretty weird. Um, not sure why this is like a thing, but I mean. It's very weird, and the fact that all these left-wing media outlets and we have two right-wing media outlets are covering it is slightly odd as well. Um, So I think we're going to cut it pretty soon here. Um, We'll just go through and see if there's anything more interesting real quick. Fox's Wallace and Afghanistan-based attack on U.S. could be curtains for Biden presidency. We'll go to the last blind spot. Um, Argentina's president cha- charged with allegedly breaking quarantine to host party. So we've had many, many examples of this. The party was held last year at the presidential residence at a time when the government had banned social gatherings to impede the spread of COVID-19. Investigators began looking into the case when a photo circulated this month showing Mr. Fernandez together with his wife, Fabiola Yanaz and Other unmasked people. The president publicly apologized. Obviously this is in another country. It's in Argentina. But with things like Obama's party um, a couple weeks ago. Things like Chuck Schumer dancing with um, Stephen Colbert in New York. We've seen this all the time. It's just about the people it's rule it's it's cliche but it's rules for thee and not for me so these people these government officials that believe they are superior in whatever way for whatever reason they issue all these rules for you and i the plebeians and they don't have to follow them why would they have to follow them they're they're the elected officials they're they're your betters but anyway so just just be aware of those circumstances and be ready to criticize them and rightly so when when they occur because they have occurred and they will probably occur more especially if these continue so the u.s intelligence community review does not determine origin of COVID-19 we already saw that so i think that's a good place to stop obviously there's a lot more um stories that we could cover here today but we're gonna we're gonna stop it here. Um so thank you for watching. I will for sure be back next week, uh next Friday. You know, today was a little bit late, but um looking to do that seven o'clock time slot. Um also if you haven't already uh checked it out, um you go to if you're in the chat. have a link, I'll put it in the description as well of this video, but you can go to uh, different studio store.myshopify.com and use the code tetra 10 diff at checkout to get four beats for the price of one. And also check out um, Night eye, which is a browser extension for Chrome, Firefox, and Edge that you can use to make any website that you're browsing like Ground News um actually i'm using it right now you can use the extension to make any site dark mode which is much better on your eyes and you can use my uh, code in the description and in chat um to go check that out so thanks for watching this week um like i said we'll be back next week hopefully um we'll have some more you know positive news we have to cover some positive things at some point But uh, thank you for watching, and uh, have a great week.